0: Hi, I'm Nell Hamilton. This is Extra Onions.
1: Uh, I'm Brendan Savory, And I'm
2: Rowan Wood. As you know, Sebastian is off this week. And so I have uh, two amazing guests crossing over from our review of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier finale uh, for our main episode this week. <clears throat> Later on, we're going to discuss all of the upcoming confirmed Marvel Cinematic Universe projects in honor of the Falcon and Winter Soldier finale. But for now, we're gonna start, as we always do, with the news from the week. Uh, So, uh, first off, uh, actress Raina Hardesty, who was in The Flash. She played the character of Weather Witch in some of the later seasons. She has been cast in uh, the spinoff of Amazon Prime's The Boys, uh, which we are definitely not sponsored by, even though Sebastian and I really love it. It's one of our favorite shows. Uh, the <clears throat> trailer for one of the new Marvel projects Shang-Chi The Legend of the Ten Rings has been released Obviously we're going to talk about this more later uh, but This is coming out in September uh, At the very beginning of September uh, And I'm very excited about it Did you guys uh, see this trailer?
0: Yes,
1: looks really yeah, cool I did and I'm was very, i very excited And mm-hmm. I am a huge fan mm-hmm. of Aquafina. Within the last movies that she's been coming I want to see Crazy Rich Asians So Mm -hmm. I will see more of, I love her already in just seeing her in the second Jumanji and I saw her in something else, I think, because she's in Ryan the Last Dragon. So I saw that. Yes, which I have. So I'm very excited to see her comedic touch in this movie. It Mm -hmm. will be much needed in a serious uh, MCU flick.
2: Yeah uh next the prequel to mad max fury road which is centering around the character of furiosa played by anya taylor in this one i believe chris evans is also uh, not chris evans chris hemsworth is also in this movie uh this prequel is beginning filming in australia in june Uh, a lot of stuff filming in australia and new zealand these days just because they have the pandemic pretty much under control because they're sequestered in the middle of the ocean uh so good on them um I'm jealous. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> Dominic Purcell, one of the main characters of legends of tomorrow. Uh, he's plays Heatwave, AKA AKA Mick Rory. Uh, he is leaving the show after the current season. <clears throat> um, I this is know. one of the, yeah, he's one of, <clears throat> this is one of the, um, one of my favorite superhero shows, especially ones that, um, <clears throat> are on the CW of which there are a lot. Um, so yeah, so I will be sad to see him go uh, after he leaves. There's only going to be one original cast member left.
1: It's only it's only Sarah left, right?
2: Yep, only Sarah left after this, yeah. Because, <clears throat>
1: oh yeah.
2: <clears throat> yeah. Uh, anyway, next, <clears throat> I just thought that this story was pretty cool. A theater in Portland, Oregon has shown Rocky Horror Picture Show uh, every week. Uh, I think for the last like twenty something years, and uh, they have not <clears throat> uh, they, they've not stopped even during during the pandemic, they have shown uh, the film to an empty theater for fifty four weeks, uh, just to keep the tradition alive, which I mean, you gotta you gotta admire their commitment there. Um I just thought that that was <clears throat> uh, just you know something that you know you don't really see a lot these days. I thought that's yeah. pretty cool. Uh, yeah. next, we got. Um, So, I don't know if either of you are aware of the After movie franchise. I think the first one was called After, and uh, there were two sequels. And these movies um, got some. Yeah, it's like um, the uh, the kid who played young Voldemort in Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince stars in it. Um, He. I, so this movie, all three of them got hor- like horrendous reviews. It's like Fifty Shades of Grey. I don't know how they made a franchise out of it.
0: This looks um, terrible.
2: It, it looks awful, right? Um, yeah. And somehow it- they're making two spinoffs and they're continuing this franchise. So somehow these movies made money, uh, even though they got horrend- uh, some of the most horrendous reviews I've ever read for a franchise ever. Wow.
1: So it's... <laughs> It says it's uh, based on a adult fiction novel of the same name, and it was originally released as a fan fiction on Wattpad.
0: That's never
1: a good sign. Didn't that's Fifty not... Shades of
2: Grey like start as fan fiction for Twilight? Yes. Yeah.
1: Did it actually? <clears throat> oh yeah. yeah. Is that's why my mom likes both of them. She loves <laughs> <both of> them.
2: <laughs> there's gonna like sooner or later. There's gonna be like after fan fiction that becomes another shitty movie franchise. <clears throat> um, fan fiction
1: of a fan fiction. One. Right, Absolutely.
2: exactly. Exactly. Uh, next, <clears throat> we got uh, somehow they're making more Downton Abbey. Uh, I have not seen the show, uh, didn't see the movie, uh, but I, well, no, actually, I saw many clips of the movie when it played at the movie theater I worked at um, back in 2019. Uh, but yeah, so they're making a second, uh, they're making a sequel to the movie because uh, mm-hmm. even though they, I think the creator deliberately wanted to end uh working on the show because just because he was tired of it and now he's just making more uh so i don't <laughs> know maybe he just felt the need to do more and i i i feel like the show was successful enough that that they'll be willing to give him whatever money he wants uh, to do it so the sequel to Downton Abbey is coming december 22nd 2021 so soon wow. and you know like <clears throat> most of the actors who are in this are not young and the fact that they were able to film it secretly during the during the pandemic with like like with no issues that that we heard of, uh, it's just pretty cool. Uh, so it seems like they um, seems like they were doing a good job there.
0: Yeah, I love me some <clears throat> Abbey. I don't really know what else they could possibly do with this plot, mm-hmm. but I'm excited to see what they come up with.
2: Yeah. Uh, now, my friend's mother uh, sent me the link to uh, uh, the link to an article about this. Uh, I, I, I somehow she's more excited about it than I am. There is a Great Gatsby immersive theater experience coming to New York City in fall 2021. Now, um, I did an immersive theater experience in New York City last February, uh, 2020. Um, it It's called Sleep No More. And it is um, an immersive theater experience uh, themed around the 1930s and 40s style. Uh, it's basically Macbeth. Uh, but without dialogue and uh, very stylized. And you can just basically walk around this hotel and, you know, like occasionally you might run across actors doing the scenes from the show. But if you follow them, you can see, you know, like if you follow Macbeth, you're going to see Macbeth's whole story. If you follow Duncan, you're going to see Duncan's whole story until he dies, of course. Um, spoiler alert for a 400-year-old. Player.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> um, anything, so. But yeah, so Macbeth. this,
2: yeah, Brennan Yeah, sorry.
1: No, nothing. Um I never read Macbeth. So I don't even know who Duncan is. So He's whoops, the king. He anyway. so well. Uh
2: yeah, so uh they're doing this with Gatsby, which is pretty darn cool. Uh, I you know, and anyone who knows me knows that I'm practically obsessed with The Great Gatsby. Yes. Uh and so uh this is definitely something and I'm going to school uh, next year about 40 minutes from New York City. So um, I will definitely be visiting this uh if it's not 21 and over because there's going to be alcohol in it but you know whatever, whatever. when i read
1: when i read that it was immersive i have heard nothing about immersive theater so i'm like how would they do that with the great Gatsby? are they going to shoot us at the end <laughs> i my brain didn't 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 think that well
2: yeah um, um yeah so <laughs> like in in the immersive theater experience sleep no more that i went to you so you all, all the audience uh where where's like bird masks so so the actors are very clear. They're the ones not wearing the masks. Um, and yeah, it's, 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 it's super cool. Uh, and, you know, definitely get a chance to do some immersive theater if you get the chance because it is very cool. Very, very great experience. Um, anyway, uh, the trailer for season two of an Amazon, uh, not, sorry, not Amazon, Apple TV Plus show uh, called Ted Lasso, which the uh, my friends, the McInerney's, Uh, recommended i watched last week and i watched it all in a few days it is absolutely phenomenal hilarious would definitely recommend it uh season two the trailer came out and it is premiering july 23rd so i am quite excited
1: i I should watch that you should should definitely watch it i should watch that i I also love jason sudeikis
2: jason sudeikis is absolutely hysterical uh great comedic talent in writing and acting uh next we got amelia clark daenerys from game of thrones among other things uh cast in marvel's secret invasion show which of course we'll discuss more later on uh but yeah i they just keep adding these these amazing actors who somehow haven't been in a marvel property uh into these upcoming uh projects which i just think is super cool and i'm excited to see how they uh integrate them (laughs) uh next we got uh oh interesting so i i have talked a lot on the show about how I think that Netflix is slowly bankrupting themselves with all of the new content that they're doing. Uh, And now we get um, some hints that, you know, it might not be, be paying back uh, because Netflix subscriber growth has slowed uh, in the last month um, since the pandemic began, because of course, you know, most streaming platforms got a huge spike in subscribers way back in March and April and May. Um, because we all needed something to do, and now uh, Netflix in particular has started to um, has started to uh, uh, decline as opposed to either incline or just stay level. Um, so I'm not an economist. I I don't know the specific terms, but I feel like uh, there's definite and and I think later on I, I I have a story about how much they spent on. Um, on content this year. I can just say it now. It's that uh, they spent 17 billion dollars on content just this year. Um so I
1: also think that it's because since other people are getting their streaming services that they are taking some of uh Netflix's most like revenue thing. Like when they took the like they took the office off for uh Peacock, they take a lot of things off for like Paramount Plus or, or Disney, Disney Plus or like yeah. So mostly Disney Plus is probably their biggest competitor at this point. Probably. Hulu is gaining yeah. more recognition. HBO and Max, I think I would think Oh, HBO Max. Max. Oh, yeah, because Friends is off Netflix, everything. They're I, I totally forgot about HBO Max. HBO Max, Hulu, Disney Plus, they're really coming in the forefront. Probably Disney Plus ahead of that. I mean, I personally like HBO Max more, but that's what's point. Same here. I think like those three are really coming ahead. And taking stuff from Netflix, and Netflix is trying to be like, "Oh, let's just pump up this original stuff, even though they're like not good." I feel no, like, really okay, not okay. good. So I feel like they're just they're trying doing, to keep it, I think
2: they are trying to be better. They bought the two Knives Out sequels, and I think those might be big oh. for them. Hmm. Um, and they're and they also made this big deal with Sony. I talked about this, I think, last week or the, or the week before. Um, that they get exclusive um, rights to Sony's movies a few months after they come out of theaters. So like like, like, they're going to get the new Spider-Man. They're going to get Into the Spider-Verse 2. They're going to get Morbius. They're going to get Uncharted. They're going to get all of these new Sony movies starting in 2022.
1: I think they're just, while those are good decisions, I think that it's because they've been losing so much money. Of course. That they're of really course, like grasping so. at straws and they're like, let's make whatever we can do. And I think Sony yeah. is ready to jump on it because Sony's trying their best to catch up to like Marvel in terms of superhero movies. So I also I think- saw
0: yesterday that yeah. Netflix announced this, they're doing a reality show with a bunch of these TikTok stars who are like my age. And mm. that is probably the stupidest thing. No one wants to watch that. And no. I, I saw one of their videos and it was like, haha, we found a Netflix show. And literally, all of the comments were like, "You canceled, Netflix canceled other shows for this." No one asked for. This. Please make it stop. And I was like, "Ooh, people are harsh." I'm
1: hoping Netflix can make comeback because um, Stranger Things season four comes out. Yeah. We don't know, but we're. It's,
2: it's probably not. It's gonna heavily come out implied this year. that I'm, it's going to come out. I'm like thinking
1: 2020. 2022. Yeah. Early 2022, I think they yeah, said. Probably. Because at first, the goal, I think, was end of 2021. I th- think, well, decade. I mean, I think
2: the goal pre-COVID was, was early 2021, but then, you know, the shutdown.
1: So I think they're just doing the, they're doing the best they can to make sure that, which I appreciate. They're not rushing it. I think they're trying to do the best that they can to make yes. this show what fans and they want this, like what the creators want to see. So I appreciate that.
0: And they have had some random hits in the last year like Bridgerton that really blew up and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, a lot of things just randomly blow up for no reason. Now I find that one of the craziest things about the internet, but that's, (laughs) we can talk about that another time.
2: Yes. Uh, Next coming up, we got, uh, speaking of Sony movies, Into the Spider-Verse 2 uh, got three, uh, gets new directors uh, because the first one was directed by Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Uh, The second one's going to have three directors. We have, uh, first of all, Joaquin uh, Dos Santos, who did The Last Airbender and Legend of Korra, so very experienced in, in animation. We got Kemp Powers, who directed Soul, and he also wrote One Night in Miami, which was one of my favorite movies of the end of last so- year. And um, Justin K. Thompson, who has done some stuff in animation, but I couldn't find really anything uh, that um, of too, too what much. What
1: happened to... Uh, phil lord and chris miller
2: i don't think they were ever directing the sequel i think they're i think they're doing other stuff oh
1: well because they were doing their own they were doing their other movie with danny mcbride and right i can't remember what the name of it is but you know what i'm talking about they're doing a whole new uh animated movie
2: yeah um yeah so into the spider verse I, i i believe it's coming end of 2022 so we have that to look forward to uh, next, we have uh, Hulu came out with a trailer for their stop motion animated Modoc show, starring Patton Oswalt as Modoc. Um, I, I, I really love this trailer, and I might consider getting Hulu for a few months just to see this show. Um, am I am a sucker
1: looks- for Patton Oswalt, and yeah. also because it doesn't seem like it's going to take itself too seriously. I oh, genuinely sure. think that they may be getting off the coattails of uh, the Harley Quinn show because that was fantastic i i mean i okay i wish i could see i'll see it when i can but i heard that it was fantastic that kaylee kyoko was great as harley quinn like it has good storylines that it's just good and i think and like it's it's very ma it's very gritty and funny and gross and like that's just what it is and like it banks on that and i think modox trying to do the same thing and I think it's going to pay off because Patton Oswald is just a fantastic voice actor. I heard another voice that I heard very. I'll Nathan, uh, Nathan look at the past plays later. Wonder Man, and uh, John that's, plays. That's Iron man why I man. knew the voice. It was Nathan oh, wow. Fillion, and I yeah. I love Nathan Fillion. And Nathan so funny. great. I love yeah. that man. So I'm very excited for Mordek. I saw the trailer, and I'm like, the, it it looks hysterical. It looks mm-hmm. very adult comedy well i mean it is adult animated comedy and it's not i don't think it's going to bank on like it's not going to be bad i am very excited for it
2: yeah same Uh, coming up next we got Hawkeye a lot of a lot of MCU news this week uh, even more than usual which I think is fitting seeing as that's our main topic this week Uh, so Hawkeye uh, has wrapped filming Uh, so I think that's uh, we should expect that at uh, by the end of 2021 which is like
1: October November 2020
2: yeah yeah probably in the um, in the last 10 weeks or so Uh, that that sounds about right Uh, And speaking of Netflix, uh, two of their biggest cash cows right now, uh, The Witcher and Cobra Kai, uh, those new new seasons of those shows are premiering uh, in late 2021 in the fourth quarter. Uh, I I don't care about Cobra Kai, haven't seen the Karate Kid movies, uh, but I was a big fan of The Witcher season one when that came out. That was plagued by a ton of shutdowns, but they're finally done filming now. Um, And so I am quite excited to see what they do with the new season. Uh, the trailer for the conjuring three came out. Uh, I really love the first two movies. Um, well, okay. The first one was okay. The second one I felt was, was much better. Uh, that's coming out on HBO max and in theaters on June 4th. So that's pretty cool. Uh, a bunch of new series that originated on Quibi, which we now know is defunct, uh, terrible business plan, uh, with, um, with, (laughs) with, with Quibi. Uh, Roku has bought all of the Quibi shows so a lot of the shows that began on Quibi are going to be continued on Roku uh, which I feel Roku doesn't have I well, I mean I know one person who has Roku so I, I like I don't know how big their reach is but I feel like they might not have enough people uh, in order to um, in order to keep these shows alive but I guess we'll see. Uh, And speaking of Sony, a lot of connecting news this week. Sony has made a new deal with Disney that will allow the past Spider-Man movies to stream on Disney Plus. So now, The Incredible Hulk will be the only MCU movie to not be on Disney Plus.
1: I did not know The Incredible Hulk wasn't on there.
2: Yep, uh, uh, because Universal still owns the rights to that one.
1: Oh, because it was. Didn't Paramount do that? No, Paramount Uh, Universal.
2: No, I think uh, because that was back when. not one studio owned the rights because Disney bought it in 20, uh, 2013 or 14. So I think um, Paramount did Iron Man and Universal did Hulk because they still have the rights to Hulk um, way back because uh, they did the 2003 Hulk. Um, and I think it was a co-production of Paramount and Universal. But yeah, who knows? Maybe Disney will uh, make a deal with Universal uh, to get uh, Incredible Hulk on Disney, but Disney also, Plus, but also
1: it doesn't seem like that because Incredible Hulk, there's nothing special. Well, so I don't think that they Disney... are—they
2: are bringing back Tim Roth as the Abomination in She-Hulk.
1: No, they're not. Yeah, they are. See, that's what I was just saying in the Falcon and the Warner Soldier review about bringing in. New... All right, we can talk about that when we talk about Marvel yes. stuff later, but...
2: of course. Um, and speaking of Amelia Clark what did I say about connecting news uh, she is uh, writing a com- uh, her first comic series for image comics uh, I've ha- I haven't seen anything from her as a writer uh, so this should be interesting. Uh, the comic is called mom Mother of Madness. It uh, <clears throat> seems to be some sort of uh, psychedelic uh, story. Um, the synopsis says, uh, it's about an under the weather scientist by day, over the top superhero by night, and badass single mom twenty four seven. And that's she's doing that through Image Comics. So that's pretty cool. I
1: wouldn't. I'm not gonna knock it to like try it because um, like there are a lot of comics that are by like singers or artists or people that you didn't expect to right. be good comic writers, and like they've produced great comics. Like uh, Jared Way of uh, my Chemical Romance fame wrote The Umbrella Academy, and that was fantastic. Netflix picked that up. That's probably something Netflix is going to bang too. season exactly. three of The Umbrella yeah. Academy. I yes. forgot about
2: that. Yeah. Um, and I feel like, you know, not to bring it back to Netflix, but even if Netflix does go out of business, which I don't think would happen for another maybe 10 years, um, no. if at all. If at all. Uh, but even if Netflix does, I feel like a lot of their originals are going to continue uh, in other places. I feel like. A last bid for Netflix would be to sell the rights to their big cash cows like The Umbrella Academy, like The Witcher, like whatever new show they start in the next few years. Um, yeah, so who knows? Maybe Disney would 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 pick some of those up. Um, regardless, uh, LeVar Burton is guest hosting Jeopardy after uh, fans um, petitioned him to do so. Uh, they're Levar um, Burton
1: of Reading Rainbow, for yep, him, right?
2: Yeah. Uh, they are rounding out the season of Jeopardy with a bunch of guest hosts before they uh, find a permanent host for next season after, of course, Alex Trebek died in November. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, now, this is, I feel like, one of the biggest pieces of news this week. Uh, Pixar I just is, looked
1: this up. I did not hear this. Yeah.
2: Pixar oh, is casting their first uh, trans character, yeah. which... Um, which is obviously a huge step in the right direction for representation, uh, something. And, and and you know, of course, this is coming off of Soul, uh, which had the first Black Pixar lead. Um, yeah, I just think that this is uh, amazing. Any of you, uh, either of you want to talk about this?
1: I mean, I, I'm i sure that we're both very excited because I don't know if you know this Ron, but we are both heavily involved and in, well, now more than me, but we are both heavily involved in our school's uh, Gay Straight Alliance. And we are... Huge advocates for LGBT rights, uh, community, all that the two of us also happen to be a part of the community. So we're just I am over the moon when I saw this because I because I saw it in the outline. I'm like, you're kidding. And then I looked it up. I'm like, this is fantastic. Because it said anyone from like 12 to 17 to voice in, voice an authentic uh transgender uh female character. Uh, who's like 14, so obviously she's dealing with, I'm very excited to what they do with it, because it seems like Pixar is leaning more towards a lot more like adult themes, which, because I may not have liked Soul as much as I thought I would, but like that was a very adult theme. Inside Out was pretty, got pretty adult, if you think about it. A lot of their later films have hit home with adult themes, so I'm very excited, but also a little nervous of what they're going to do. But mostly excited that they will treat the character well and just portray like fan- fantastically.
0: Well, I think very I'm fun. I'm glad that I I'm not sure I'd agree that it's adult themes because it's these movies are made for kids and it's bringing things that were traditionally adult but making them for kids. And so like it's huge that they're casting a transgender woman in a transgender role um, for kids. Like that's exactly what we need to do and start um, opening it up to children so they start seeing this at a younger age and understanding it and accepting it. And I'm really excited, it's huge. Um, and I say that as a cis woman so I can't even imagine the excitement for the trans community, it must be really exciting.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I've, I've, not, well, okay. So, Brennan, on, 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 on the point uh, that you brought up that you didn't really yeah. enjoy Soul as much, I feel like you can acknowledge that you know even the worst Pixar movie is still a really good movie. It's just not as good in terms of Pixar standards. Um, yeah, well, you know, some people feel have, have strong feelings about Cars 2. I really enjoyed it. Uh, but that's that is totally. I was thinking the, point. the Good
1: Dinosaur, but
2: oh, yeah, yeah, I I okay, I did not like The Good Dinosaur or Cars 3. Those are my some of my least favorite animated movies um, that I've seen. Uh, anyway, regardless, sorry, I still think they're fine, like they're good movies, but they're <laughs> yeah. just not great Pixar movies. Um, anyway let us move on uh we have uh disney is making a jim henson biopic i feel like it, it was about time because you know disney has the rights to everything that jim henson has ever done uh, aside from dark crystal i think netflix still has that one uh but yeah uh this should be pretty cool you know uh disney does disney has- have labyrinth uh maybe
0: uh what's labyrinth on i feel what
2: like- is labyrinth on i feel like oh it's on hbo max um so yeah so maybe uh well yeah um I f- well you know obviously Disney has the rights to um, they
1: have the Muppets they don't have Sesame Street HBO no, Max
2: yeah HBO Max has Sesame Street but I feel like you know Jim Henson started Sesame Street but I feel like it went out of his hands rather quickly uh and he he chose to focus on other things anyway um yeah so Disney making Jim Henson biopic pretty cool uh maya erskine one of the stars of pen 15 on hulu which i watched the first season of gonna watch season two now um but she is cast in disney Plus's obi-wan tv show which is coming out in 2022 uh so that's pretty cool we got uh hbo's uh so hbo is making a tv show set in the same world as the parasite uh, film which came out in 2019 and is on hulu would definitely recommend it if you haven't seen it uh we knew that that was happening uh but now we know that it is an original story set in the same world personally i'm very excited about this uh the film is probably one of the honestly one of the best movies that i've ever seen so i would definitely uh very much recommend this one uh new york comic yeah
0: that's really uh, interesting
2: yeah sorry sorry no.
0: Sorry I was just gonna say when I first heard about they were making a series I got really actually upset and I was like they're seriously gonna retell this story with a bunch mm-hmm. of white people instead that's so dumb but now that I know it's original story and that Bong Joon-ho is really involved in creating it I'm right. like this is gonna be good I'm excited for it so
2: yeah. um, also it is uh being sort of I guess um the showrunner for the uh for the series is Adam McKay Um, who did vice Step Brothers, and anchorman uh among others so i i i I mean i think he's proved himself as a comedic talent uh so and uh, like obviously the first um parasite uh uh, uh, the film had a number of comedic elements as well as dramatic uh and i feel like uh the balance that it maintained there was um was really well done so i feel like we'll be seeing a lot more of that in this show Yeah. Uh, Coming up next, we have New York Comic-Con has set in-person dates for October 7th through 10th, 2021. They're going to strictly enforce social distancing guidelines, um, which I think it might be a little bit too soon. I think 2022 is going to be the first um, really successful in-person Comic-Con event, Uh, but I guess we will have to see um, how uh, how that turns out for them yeah uh coming up next we have uh the second season or i guess second volume they call it volume not season so uh love death and robots which is a netflix anthology series each episode is uh done in a different animation style sometimes the animation is ridiculously lifelike and sometimes it is very crudely purposely crudely uh animated um, this was is probably one of the most original series that I've ever seen It is highly fascinating Each episode is done by a different creative team Very well done uh, And I believe David Fincher, a uh, director, David Fincher um, Is the um, supervising producer for this show
1: He did Zodiac and those movies, right?
2: Yeah, and he did a movie that I actually watched last night called Mank uh, It's about Herman Mankiewicz oh. who co-wrote Citizen Kane uh, That uh, That's on Netflix uh, But anyway, uh, it's nominated for Best Picture this year So we got Love, Death, and Robots Volume Two uh, is coming out May Fourteenth, and we got the trailer for that this week. And they also confirmed that Volume Three, we're getting a third uh, collection as well. That's coming in twenty twenty two. Yeah, so if you haven't checked out Love, Death, and Robots on Netflix, I think the episodes range from five to twenty five minutes. All I I, I think there's like (laughs) fifteen in season one. Um, They are some. uh, They are some of the uh, most beautiful. Um, beautifully animated things that I've ever seen. So, would definitely recommend you check those out.
1: This this next piece of news. Yeah, yeah. I'm very excited for.
2: Do you want to do you want to tell? Yes, I'm very
1: excited for. Um, uh, it was announced this week that Russell Crowe. uh, Well, he pretty much confirmed that he will be playing Zeus, uh, the king of the Olympians, in uh, in uh, Marvel's 2022, uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, which. We can talk more about this once we do Marvel, which is apparently a running theme of this. Yeah. But I'm very excited because it means more characters will be introduced. And I'm sure that there will be a comedic element in it because of Taika Watiti directing again. So more on that later, but I'm very excited to hear this news. And also I love Russell Crowe for some reason. I have no idea why yeah my dad despises russell crowe so uh, i knew
2: that I your dad hates despise russell
0: him Crow, but uh, i'm like mm-hmm.
2: no. yeah my dad thinks he's he's uh my dad thinks that he is a, uh, an awful actor and uh okay honestly he won best actor in 2001 over tom hanks in castaway and i feel like that is a crime in and of itself i didn't even
1: know that castaway came out in 2001 it came out, uh, uh, well it came, out like it, came it came out
2: it came out, in, it came out in 2000 and then the oscars in 2001 for for, for the year before yeah, um, I think Russell Crowe was fine in Gladiator, but he wasn't—he wasn't incredible. Um, anyway, uh, Caitlyn Jenner is running for governor of California, uh, trying—I guess—trying to uh, continue in Arnold Schwarzenegger's shoes in in, in being a, a an actor slash celebrity who then runs for governor of California. Uh, who knows? Yeah, um, I don't have any strong opinions on Caitlyn Jenner uh, at all, so.
0: Neither i just, I just feel like i feel like we should have learned by now that reality stars should not be uh politicians yeah um, but maybe not maybe we haven't
2: maybe we haven't i mean there's a lot of lessons that we should have learned that we haven't
0: this uh, is true <laughs>
2: yeah Uh, And we have two more bits of news before we get into Well, I guess we have this week's new releases as well Uh, Lionsgate is considering making a series based on the Saw franchise Uh, They got their new movie coming out May 14th Starring Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson Uh, It's the ninth film in the Saw franchise Uh, And I feel like if that one is successful uh, Then we're going to see I guess they'll use that as a stepping off point for a potential uh, tv series and finally hbo's the last of us tv show with which sebastian and i have been keeping up on very much we both love the game uh has found its um has found its uh directors for uh for uh, however many uh episodes there are uh we have uh first of all i'm i'm, I'm gonna try to pronounce this name i may butcher it uh jasmila zbanek it is an Icelandic name, uh, and I, I'm Icelandic names are kind of a hit or miss there. And the next uh, director is um, Ali Abasi. Uh, and the, so this show is done by uh, Craig Mazin, who did uh, Chernobyl uh, on mm-hmm. HBO, which I really enjoyed. Uh, he also did The Hangover with Todd Phillips, who then did Joker. So I feel like the, the two guys that made uh, The Hangover are now uh, are now venturing into some serious uh, dramatic works, which is pretty cool. Uh, but anyway, so that is uh, this week's news. Uh, now we're going to jump, before we get into our main topic, I'm just going to basically summarize this week's new releases. Uh, I, I think the highest profile release uh, this week was... Uh, Warner Bros.'s Mortal Kombat movie, which I watched yesterday with my friend Xander, and I will be watching again tonight with my brother who wants to watch it with me. Um, I I will talk about it later uh, in a full episode this week with Xander. Uh, I liked it. Uh, The story was a very thinly veiled attempt to get characters fighting each other, uh, which I feel like we always knew that it was going to be that way. Uh, Ridiculously gory, we also knew that it was going to be that way, uh, and uh, awesomely hilarious so if you have hbo max uh mortal Kombat's on there for 30 days so you know why not check it out uh it's an, uh, i think it's just a little under two hours uh and it's it is a lot of fun uh so i would recommend that as well uh next uh a movie called vanquish uh came out this week um, Vanquish is about, uh, I'm, I'm re- reading this from, from Google right now, uh, a retired cop forces a former drug courier to do his bidding by holding his daughter hostage. Armed with guns, guts, and a motorcycle, she must now take out a series of violent gangsters or never see her child again. I will leave it by saying... Uh, this got a six percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so go figure. Uh, this star, this is starring Ruby Rose and Morgan Freeman. I, ex- I, I expected more from them than a six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. A uh, little, little, little bit disappointed uh, with them there. Uh, next uh now this movie got significantly better reviews it's called we broke up uh it stars william jackson harper from the good place and aya cash from the boys uh this is about uh laurie and doug um a longtime couple who break up just days before laurie's little sister Bee's wedding to jason who I assume is another guy Uh, in order to not disrupt the fun. The couple decides to pretend they're still together until the weekend is over. Um, So, you know, a pretty simple uh, rom-com slash drama um, uh, premise there. Uh, And finally uh, a movie called in the earth uh, has been released Uh, in the earth is about um, as the world searches for a cure to a devastating virus. Hmm, timely much.
0: Oh boy. Uh,
2: <laughs> a scientist and a park scout venture deep into the woods. As night falls, their journey becomes a terrifying voyage through the heart of darkness as the forest comes to life around them. Um, yeah, so, so, what,
1: so that exists. <laughs> so then, what's the whole point of the pandemic part if is, is, is the whole thing is just them being attacked the by in stuff the woods. Like, in, in, the, in the woods.
2: I guess they need a reason to go into the woods. I don't know. I have no interest in it. I'm probably never going to watch this movie. Uh, but no. it came out this past week, so go watch it, I guess. Most of these are available on demand, but I think uh, at least Mortal Kombat is currently in theater. So if theaters are open around you and you feel comfortable going to a theater, I don't know, see it. it, it it'll it look cool on the big screen, I guess. Now we are going to talk <laughs> about the, uh, the main topic for this week which is in honor of the falcon and the winter soldier finale we're just going to run through uh and discuss uh give our brief thoughts on all of the upcoming marvel cinematic universe projects because there are a fucking lot of them uh that are coming out in at least the next five or so years so first of all we got uh loki which premieres june 11th on disney plus Uh, i'm
1: very excited for that me so too. excited
2: yeah probably the the marvel cinematic universe show um aside from what if that i am the most excited for just purely because tom hiddleston is a national treasure on so many levels uh, international treasure, national treasure is, and, yeah, and it's yeah, not
1: even right. american
2: exactly yeah yeah know. you know when you could be a national treasure and you're not even from this country then you know you're doing something right you, you know you're doing something right <laughs> yeah Um, so any any other thoughts on Loki I I I just think that there's just so much room in this movie uh, uh, show to just go wherever the hell they want to you know like Loki is is like we're seeing Loki as D.B. Cooper the guy that stole a bunch of money from a plane and then jumped off of it and then probably died Um, and then we got Loki uh, uh, we got the president Loki uh, storyline in there Uh, we got Loki um, uh, yeah, so oh, Owen Wilson's in the show too. That's pretty cool. I'm
1: very excited. It just looks because I believe the second trailer released yeah. what, like a week, two weeks ago. A few, and a few it weeks ago, pretty much is pretty much showing Loki. You fucked up the multiverse. You fought. You fucked up the timeline because you because he took the tesseract. Right. He had no idea what he was doing. He didn't know that he was screwing it up, but he did. So I believe that that's the plot. And I think that's just such a loose enough plot that they can jump. They can maybe do what Endgame did or maybe they can even go more into just historical events in general and just different time. I'm very excited to see it and I'm a sucker for time travel or multiversal anything. So I'm sure I will thoroughly enjoy it.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, same here. Uh, Next up... Uh, we got What If, which is scheduled to come out this summer, so probably after Loki. Uh, what If is honestly probably the show that I'm most looking forward to. Don't know how long the episodes are going to be. Don't know how many stories we're going to have per episode. Um, but yeah, so What If, the basic premise, if y'all don't know, go, go watch the trailer. The trailer is really cool for this. Uh, Basic premise, uh, it's basically The Watcher, played by Jeffrey Wright, uh, showing you some alternate possibilities from the Marvel movies. We got all of the actors from the MCU reprising their roles, um, which is going to be pretty darn cool. And uh, yeah, there's just just the endless possibilities for this show. I am just so excited for what we could see, and, and just the possibilities for the implications of the multiverse, too.
1: Yes. I am also very excited because what if for those of you who do know comics and stuff what if it's also just a whole brand of Marvel comics of the exact same thing so the fact that they are indulging that I find very exciting um I'm just because most of the trailer or a huge portion of the trailer in my opinion anyway was uh hammering home the fact that what if Peggy became Captain America I think that's going to be the first episode and I'm very excited for that. Haley Atwell's returning. I love Haley Atwell. I love Peggy Carter. I'm very, I'm thoroughly excited.
2: Yeah. Uh, coming up next, Black Widow releasing in theaters and on Disney Plus on July 9th. Um, I'm just going to go see this in theaters. Hopefully it'll come to the drive-in around here, um, but I'm going to be fully vaccinated by then and it's going to be the summer. So I, I just see no reason not to see it in a theater. Uh, also, it's going to be cheaper than seeing it on Disney+. Plus. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, Black Widow, uh, this movie has been delayed for over a year uh, and it's got to be, you know, I feel like if it wasn't as important to the MCU, they would have released it by now. So, it's got to have some major implications in there, even though it's set um, in between Civil War and Infinity War, because uh, obviously she dies in Endgame. Uh, but we got to, uh, <gasps> I know, man, I'm sorry, spoilers for a two for and a half year old movie. Um, yeah, just so many, uh, just I am just in, I, I, I just wonder what could possibly be in this movie um, that could have major implications for the MCU going forward.
1: Well, I, cause Florence Pugh's character, um, she might pop up. In is Hawkeye. she in Hawkeye? Was she might that pop up there. Yeah,
2: it's a possible. Was that
1: the so maybe that's so maybe that's what it is, or maybe something more.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm um, also. I'm very excited uh, to see. Yeah, David also, Harbour's in it. I love right. David Harbour.
1: Right. Uh Oh my God, I can't remember her name. She was in the mobby. What? She uh, she was in The Mummy. What is her name? Rachel Weiss. There it is.
2: Yeah, her. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Rachel Weiss is in it, uh, who is Daniel Craig's wife, girlfriend, which I found out like maybe a couple weeks ago. Oh, really? Huh. Interesting. Yep. Has nothing to do with this. I just wanted to share. Pretty cool. So I'm very excited. There are some very good acting in here. I'm, I'm assuming maybe Taskmaster is also Taskmaster. I can't speak this morning, is someone that will pop up again. I really hope they don't just kill him because he is very big and very fun in the Marvel universe because of his powers. So I'm I'm also very excited. I'm excited for most things, if not everything, that Marvel's producing within the next few years. Yes.
2: And uh, also uh, Contessa Valentina from... Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier is, was originally meant to premiere in, uh, uh, to debut in uh, Black Widow. So she's going to be in there too, in, in, in some respect. So I'm interested to see how they work her in as well. Uh, Coming up next in September, we have Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, which we saw the trailer for earlier this week. Uh, I am, you know, like, like, like we knew practically nothing about this movie before the trailer came out. And uh, like, aside from the cast and the basic premise, the fact that the real Mandarin would be uh, included. And I am just, this trailer really piqued my interest. I just really want to... Um, know a how this ties into the um, the MCU as a whole, um, but just it's 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 just it's just going to be different. I feel like that's what Marvel's doing uh, now, and in in the next few years, they're just doing as 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 much. Um, they're they're just pushing variety. They're doing as as as, as many different projects as they can, uh, and you know, like so far, you know, WandaVision So far, it's paid off, and so I feel like there's definitely. Um, there's definitely more uh, that 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 can be explored.
1: I am so incredibly excited. Well, because um, like we have seen Asian characters in the MCU before, but not especially not, that not nearly s-
2: enough. Not nearly enough.
1: Yes. Yeah. But the fact, but no, I'm so like there has not been the best representation of of the. Um, Asian and South Pacific, in that region uh, community. And I'm very excited to see that most of this, I believe that most of this movie's cast, if not all of it, is of... It's a largely Asian,
2: Asian, Asian cast. I think like all of yeah. the main cast is of Asian. Descent. Yes,
1: and I'm very excited for that. It's going to get mystical, I'm sure. They may ground it, but... I think it's in their best interest that it's mystical cuz that's exciting. They're trying a lot of, like what Roman said, they're trying a lot of new things in phase 4 and it's paying off. I it's I think it's going to be fantastic. I there are a lot of mystical elements like I just said between the Mandarin because in the comics his 10 rings give him powers or whatever and they may not do that, but there's a lot of mystic arts with shang chi in the comics and all of that so i'm i i keep on saying i'm thoroughly excited but i am it's there's no lie i'm just very excited to what they do
2: right right yeah makes total sense uh in the fall we have miss marvel uh starring um hold on let me let me i don't want to get her name wrong um yeah so it is a disney plus show starring um iman Vellani as kamala khan who is uh the first muslim lead of a marvel cinematic universe project so another step in the right direction for representation because
1: she in the comics is israeli-american
0: pakistani i I thought
1: or maybe i know that she is from the middle east i know that
2: Mm -hmm. um yeah, anyway, while Brennan figures that out, uh, this is going to be another six episode uh, Marvel show setting up another movie because she is going to pop up in Captain Marvel 2, which we'll talk about soon. Uh, yeah, uh, this is, I and, and, you know, more credence to the fact that they're setting up a Young Avengers project because next yes. uh, we have Hawkeye.
1: They which, won't confirm anything right. about, of
2: course. probably for a bit yeah but, but i mean like of course this tell. is what they're building to you know like especially with the introduction of eli bradley in uh falcon the winter soldier as well yes.
1: and um she's uh i was i wasn't correct wait what? i don't even remember what i said i think i was wrong actually she's um a muslim pakistani american uh no i was right i knew that she was of middle east descent i just forgot yeah uh but, yeah yeah yeah, no.
0: Sorry. Right. I also just really quickly looked up the cast of Eternals, and that's huge. Um,
1: yes. Partially because Lauren Ridloff is a deaf actress, and
0: mm-hmm. finally. Oh yeah.
1: That's huge. No, well, yeah. Eternals is also that's something else. That's I'm very excited. It's I um hope. yeah,
2: Eternals is coming out uh, in November. has a has a stacked cast. The cast of this yeah. movie is stacked.
1: Uh, because Kit Harrington's in the movie, right? Oh
2: yeah, Kit Harrington, Kit Harrington, Angelina Jolie, Richard Jolene. Madden. I yeah. love. Richard.
1: Richard Madden, Salma um, Hayek
2: Salma Hayek, yes
1: Um, Oh, uh, Kuhn, oh my god uh, Nanjiani
2: Kumail Nanjiani
1: Thank you, I forgot his first name for a second Yeah, Um, and he's hysterical So I'm very excited yeah, Yeah, Again, this, they're I'm very excited for these Movies, not just because they're Marvel property But because it Seems like that they're stepping in the right direction and doing just amazing. Um, but also to have
0: Chloe Zhao directing is huge too.
1: Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm, diversity in. Yes. I'm just, I'm so excited.
2: Yeah. And she's uh, honestly probably going to win the Oscar this year for Best Director. She won the Golden Globe uh, for Nomadland. And Nomadland might win Best Picture too. Who knows? I have no interest in seeing the movie just because it's not really my thing. Um, but uh, she has proven herself to be a massive talent uh, even before. Uh, the debut of Eternals it was really yeah uh, no so, yeah so I am looking forward to seeing what they do with Eternals this is another movie like Shang-Chi that I'm just wondering how they're going to tie it into the larger MCU uh, Eternals
1: and- I think because I don't remember character cast but Thanos's son I believe at one point is an eternal or Thanos's brother is an eternal I think so I hope that they don't bring back Thanos because I think that they did a very satisfying ending. They might do it with a.
2: Uh, they might do it in a flashback. That's that's a possibility. Yes,
1: maybe that would be a nice little cameo. I hope that he doesn't loom over too heavily because it seems like that his story is very much done. But he does have eternal background in the comics, so I'm very eager to see if they incorporate that in a healthy way. Right. Yeah.
2: And uh, speaking of giving credence to a potential Young Avengers project later on, Hawkeye is introducing Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop, which I'm very excited for. I haven't seen Haley Steinfeld in something in a few years. She's in the uh, Apple TV show Dickinson. Um, I I, I did not see Bumblebee, but I do want to watch um, the Apple TV show where she plays Emily Dickinson. I've heard that that's quite
1: good. She was also fantastic in Bumblebee. I love Mm -hmm. Bumblebee.
0: I'm not crazy about her acting I'm not too excited about this but we'll see we'll see I have I have an open mind
2: yes we we will indeed see uh, I think Hawkeye is just going to be great um, you know because we, we mentioned in our Falcon and Winter Soldier review that a lot of uh, these Marvel Disney Plus shows are making are, are helping in help in making the audience care about these characters that maybe wouldn't have Um, like a huge fan base otherwise like Wanda and Vision um, especially and I think this Hawkeye show is going to do a lot of wonders for the character of Clint Barton because I feel like the movies have given him quite a um, quite a disservice uh, in just you know because he he like jokes aside of 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 hawkeye just being useless uh i feel like he just could have had better storylines in in the movies so i think this show is at least going to be a stepping stone to uh,
1: i think it's because they wanted to focus on powerhouses a lot more like they wanted to focus on like iron man had his own trilogy thor had his own trilogy hulk hulk was signed maybe not sidelined, but hulk was just hulk we don't have to talk about his. And, arc. Yeah,
2: and, no. and and we're going to see him again in She-Hulk, which we'll talk about later on. A lot yes. of
0: people just really don't like Jeremy Renner; they have a thing against him. I love
2: Jeremy Renner.
0: Really um, interesting. I'm... Like culturally, a lot of people are just like you, Jeremy Renner. So, I don't
2: do, know. do you guys remember when he made the app that you had to like pay for everything on it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <that was>
0: dumb.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he made um, he made an app. This was also when he was trying to become a pop artist. Uh, and he made an app that like you had to pay for everything on it the app itself was free but if you wanted to do anything on the app you had to pay um and i feel like i i i think that fell flat really quickly (sighs) but yeah anyways uh coming up next in uh this year in fact in december 2021 spider-man no way home uh which i'm ridiculously excited about uh probably one of my most anticipated marvel cinematic universe i'm
1: i'm very excited for it i because it seems that it's nearly confirmed no no it is basically confirmed that multiverse is playing a big part in this because wandavision is uh is setting into dr strange in the multiverse of madness this movie has been set to go into multiverse of madness and it also has dr strange in the mentor role that tony stark did in the first one and uh Nick Fury did in the second one so or like it's assumed that he's the mentor role he may not be he may just be there but I'm very excited I feel like that cameos may be disappointing because we may have hyped it up so much but like Because we have confirmation that uh, back in December, we had confirmation that uh, Jamie Foxx is returning as Electro. And we even have confirmation from Alfred Molina that he is coming back as Doc Ock from Uh,
2: 2004. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in the second one. So 2004, right? Yeah.
1: So Um, 2004, Spider Man 2 with Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. So I'm very, I didn't have to say that. I I love Alfred Molina. I love him to death. He's fantastic. And he. I love Doc Ock as a character, especially the way he portrayed him. Mm-hmm. People think that it's going to undermine his end because he says that he's going to come back... Right afterward. Right where we saw Doc Ock. And last They're we saw, he... They're going to de him. Spoilers for uh, 2004 Spider-Man 2. But he... Like, disintegrates or something, he just falls into what he tried to do. It was like a not like a sacrifice thing, but he realizes what he was doing is wrong pretty much. And he's like, I'll just let go, I'll do it. So he falls into the it's not a portal, but it's like a big they could have, they, they could easily yeah. make it a portal,
2: they could easily make it a portal. They could
1: just write on it, they really could, so they can just say something energy it was because in the movie it was extremely strong we don't know what happened it's heavily implied that he died but of course so we we don't know we've heard many other rumors and other things of people going in it i'm cautious of this because they may be biting off more than they can chew but nonetheless i'm still very excited Mm -hmm.
2: yeah we will see uh, how this how this turns out uh coming in march 2022 doctor strange in the multiverse of men is probably my other most anticipated uh mcu movie uh because you know we got uh sam raimi directing we got um lizzie olsen playing um playing wanda and uh scarlet witch in this one i wouldn't be surprised if we got a ton more cameos uh chiwetel 4 coming back as baron mordo and, you know, Benedict Cumberbatch, we haven't seen him in, in the MCU since uh, Endgame. So I'm, I'm quite excited uh, to see him in action again.
1: I mean, now you can say you're, you were probably excited for this movie because she loves Doctor Strange.
0: I love Doctor Strange. He's one of my favorites, um, if not my favorite. I just, I'm very excited. I feel like he's also Benedict Cumberbatch is one of the best actors in, in the MCU. So yeah, it's
1: good. Mm-hmm. And addition to this, they have said that um, America Chavez mm-hmm. is coming in yeah. on because they cast her and everything. That America Chavez is coming into the MCU on Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness. America Chavez is also a Young Avenger in the comics, so heavily is implying. Pr- There's no confirmation because Marvel's like, "Oh no, you don't know what we're doing." We we see it very clearly. You're setting up the Young Avengers we don't care we're excited for it because the yeah. young avengers is one of my favorite storylines they're they're great so i'm very excited
2: and i think i need you to know, stop saying excited if if the loki series introduces young loki somehow then there's You're no not, way marvel can hide it there's absolutely there's no, no way,
1: way. Yeah. that's nearly confirmation it's gonna right.
2: be...
1: yeah moon Knight.
2: Um, yeah, speaking of established this. actors uh, playing uh, some great Marvel roles, Oscar Isaac is making his MCU debut as uh, Moon Knight. Uh, I the, uh, am personally, so I think excited. one yeah what one of the most interesting, um, you know, sort of lesser known Marvel characters. Brandon, do you want to speak to that a little bit more?
1: Well, Moon Knight is basically brief synopsis. Moon Knight is pretty much a grittier Batman. He is, and I believe he's schizophrenic. Yes. If yes, he's 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 maybe maybe, maybe
2: he has dissociative identity disorder. It's 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 one of the. Um, he has some
1: things. sort of uh of of mental illness that causes right. him to not necessarily be in control of himself a lot of the time. So, I'm very excited to see them portray that. If if they do include it, I'm very excited. And Oscar Isaac again, phenomenal actor. So. Phase Four is looking incredible. Like I cannot express how excited I am for uh, for Phase Four of the Marvel Universe because it's it's gonna look amazing. And I've seen because I it was on Instagram. I think within the last week that he's doing like some. I it was like uh, Oscar Isaac uh, fighting, and it was heavily assumed that it was for training training for Moon Knight. And the fight scenes look incredible because he's pretty much a vigilante. So I'm very... It looks extremely entertaining.
2: For sure, yeah. And I believe Ethan Hawke is playing the villain. Yes. Uh, in this Again, moment.
1: love Ethan Hawke for some yeah. reason. I have no it. Yeah. Um,
2: and I believe this is filming now, so we should expect it in um, about a year. Uh, that's That's been the trend for these Disney Plus shows uh, about about a year after they start filming. Um uh, without any major disruptions like the shutdown, obviously, uh, we we, uh, we can expect uh, to see them next. Uh, Thor: Love and Thunder coming uh, in early twenty twenty two. Taika Waititi's coming back, and uh, the Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy are going to be in this at least for a cameo. Um, but yeah, yeah, Taika Waititi's back behind the wheel. Uh, I am I am fully uh, fully in for this movie.
1: Yes, a thing on this movie. You said earlier that people are, it seems like a trend that people are like filming in Australia because they're. I felt like that they were going to film this in Australia anyway because they filmed. Well, also, Taika Waititi is from New Zealand, right?
2: And yeah, and Chris Hemsworth is from Australia.
1: Chris Hemsworth from Australia. Like, um, I think he just knows the landscape. And plus, uh, Ragnarok was mostly filmed in Australia. Mm hmm. I believe Australia and New Zealand in uh the South Pacific. So I'm very again, there's uh because I feel like that they're gonna bring back the uh like the play roles that they did in the in Thor Ragnarok when uh when Loki was pretending to be Odin and he had Matt Damon play Loki and uh uh what's uh what's the other pen Luke Hemsworth played uh like, just that whole play was Thor, hysterical. Yeah, and
2: uh, uh, Sam Neill is Odin. Sam O'Neill. Oh, and, and um, uh, Melissa McCarthy is playing uh, Hella. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Melissa McCarthy time, yeah. is
1: going to play Hella. And I'll, I also love Melissa McCarthy. I don't know what it is about Melissa McCarthy. I just find her hysterical. Mm-hmm. So, again, this movie, and it's going to show Jane again, who we have not seen. Well, we saw her in Endgame briefly but we haven't like seen natalie portman actually in the role since 2013 Mm -hmm. which is pretty insane and she's coming back and i'm very i'm very excited for this
2: agreed yeah uh another disney plus show i feel like that's like every other uh Uh, every other entry here on this list Uh, she hulk is coming out early mid 2022 this year they're uh, they just started filming that last week yep brennan has something to say of course
1: Mm -hmm. i love i love jennifer walters in the comics yeah she is very reminiscent of carol danver's snarkiness and i hope that they incorporate that she's a brilliant lawyer um, and of course they're going to bring uh, I don't know where this will take place I don't know if this will be an origin Or it'll be like what they did With Spider-Man how he already had his powers And it's just him coming to terms with it And figuring out balancing Because in the comics you know She was a lawyer She was a fantastic lawyer Someone shot her And the only way she could live Is through blood transfusion But it had to be someone with like her blood type So it had to be your cousin Bruce Banner And since Bruce Banner to Hulk, (laughs) what? That's really funny. I just think it's really. Well, it it was the seventies, and then, and then she got a blood transfusion from Hulk, therefore making her She Hulk, and she's a lot more in control of her powers than Hulk for the most part. Anyway, there are many parts in the comics where she just where she hulks out and she destroys. She destroyed Cincinnati at one point, I believe, in the comics. She just straight up just rampaged through Cincinnati. So again, we have confirmation of who's playing her, right? Uh, yes. Tatiana uh, Maslany. Yes. Yes. Who was, I believe I heard fantastic and orphan black. Yeah. And she has been in other things. Obviously I, inv- I, I need to see more of these prolific actors because they're, I've heard that their work is phenomenal. So Again, She-Hulk is one, is up there for me. And also, any time to see Mark Ruffalo again, 100%, 100%. Of course,
2: of course. Um, Yeah, uh, moving on. uh, Black Panther 2, despite the tragic passing of Chadwick Boseman, uh, the second Black Panther is still set for release July 8th, 2022. Uh, They are going to start filming it very soon um and yeah yeah so uh who knows I, I i mean honestly it's anyone's guess as to what the plot of this movie is going to be um i i'm very intrigued as to how they are going to write around because i think it's it, it, it was confirmed that they are going to um that they are going to make the character of of uh, T'Challa deceased at when this at, by the time that this movie starts, so it's interesting to see how they're going to work around uh, what happened in 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 real life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But um, that may yeah. also introduce Shuri as taking course, up the Black man which again very excited for because Even also kind like he, back in like December, I believe kind of Kevin like said, or at one point he said that we will not recast recast
2: Black or or recreate him with CGI yeah
1: yes so I'm um, well one thank God if they did Kevin Feige, come on but very excited I need I need a new adjectives
2: you are pumped you are I am invigorated.
1: I'm you are
2: <laughs> I get the point uh, anyway uh also started filming uh recently Marvel's secret invasion starring that's a-
1: television show it is a television
2: show on disney plus starring samuel l jackson ben Mendelssohn, and amelia clark uh yeah i this has the possibility you know most of the disney plus shows so far have been kind of stepping stones to the to the next movies but this one has the potential to be a um, one of the shows that is on the scale of one of the movies in terms of importance in the general mcu um, just purely because of the scale of the comic story that it's based on, and I wonder how exactly they're going to tackle it. Um, now, on I just
0: looked this up too. It says Olivia Coleman is in negotiations to join right. the. Yeah, I knew that. I knew
1: that. With Secret Invasion, I hope that this will. I don't really know what they're going to do because the whole thing with Secret Invasion is that you can't trust anyone. You don't know who's a scroll. You don't know who isn't, and the scrolls in the MCU so far have been docile. Not, I say docile.
2: I'm well. I mean, they they they've, they've been friendly. It's the Kree
1: that are the bad guys. Yeah, they've been friendly. So I'm very intrigued. On maybe, I really hope they don't turn uh, Matt uh, Matts Mickelson. No.
2: Um.
1: Who we were just talking about? Ben, ben Mendelssohn. Ben I don't know why I said Matt Mickelson. Um, Ben Mendelssohn, his character Talos, he's hysterical in that role. Mm-hmm. So, I'm sure that's probably why maybe that's why we find out that Fury was at the top was in that we're assuming sword thing the at the end yeah. of uh, Spider-Man far from, uh, home. far from Home. Yep. So, and maybe, maybe it, it would be either in this or in Captain Marvel 2, if they do, if they introduce Hulkling. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. Hulkling in the comics is a Cree Skrull, is a Kree this, Skrull uh, baby. This, this would be so a place to do it, right? It would either be this or Captain Marvel 2, I'd assume, yeah. depending on where they take Captain Marvel to.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, speaking of Captain Marvel 2 coming out November 11th, 2022, uh, this is going to have obviously Brie Larson and um, uh, Teyana Paris is coming back as Monica Rambeau and also Miss Marvel is going to cross over into this film as well. So it's going to be kind of a um, a convalescence of um, some of the characters from the other Marvel projects coming in uh, here. Um, and I feel like this is probably going to tie into Secret Invasion most out of all of the upcoming MCU project, so I'm interested to see how they do that. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, number three, called Quantumania. That's coming out sometime in 2022. Uh, What I'm most Uh, excited about in this one, it it is introducing Jonathan Majors as Kang the Conqueror, which has potentially major implications going forward.
1: I am so excited. Mm -hmm. Mostly for Kang the Conqueror. I was not the biggest fan of Ant-Man and the Wasp, but... Like what we said, how they brought uh, past characters and expand them, they did that with uh, Jimmy Woo in uh, in WandaVision obviously. Mm-hmm. So with Quantumania name, subpar at best. I'm like, okay, whatever. Excited because it's bringing back, well they recast her from Endgame, but they're bringing back Cassie Lang, who's a teenager now.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Who is who's Scott Lang's
2: She's Super now being dumb. played by um, Catherine Newton, who uh, I recently saw in the horror comedy Freaky, where she switched bodies with Vince Vaughn. Uh, she was yeah. very, good in, uh, very good in that one. Um, yeah, yeah. So, I, so I, I'm excited really for excited that because in her the her
1: comic, that. she's stature, who is also a young Avenger. right? And something that I'm most excited for is most likely King the Conqueror, because King the Conqueror is one of the biggest villains in the Marvel comics. And his whole role in time travel, I, I am such a sucker for time travel. It's not even funny at this point. It's just so, it's going to be so good because of King of the Conqueror. And I, again, this is a big villain that, they, that I hope that they don't, that they just don't get rid of. Because also another version of, I'm just on the Young Avengers train today. There's another version of King the Conqueror, who is Iron Lad, who's a young Avenger. Right. So maybe that will be a conflict that comes up later on if they end up doing that. And hold on, when do we talk about Fantastic Four? Well that? Uh, that's
2: that's uh, that's later on because we don't even have like like we don't know anything about.
1: We don't know that anything one. about Fantastic Four except it's done by John Watts. Right. But King the Conqueror, his real name is. Uh, shit. It's something rich. His real
2: name is shit. Hmm. No.
1: Whoa, whoa. whoa. Why, why,
2: why would why would Marvel name a character shit?
1: His name <laughs> that, is, question. his last name is Richards, which means that he is a descendant of the Richards family of Fantastic Four. So I'm assuming uh, that that will also his tie me. Uh,
2: Nathaniel Richards.
1: Thank you, Nathaniel. I was going to say thank you.
0: <laughs>
2: now, thank <Na-thank> you. you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What's
2: the yeah. next project? Uh, and the I next... love
0: Jonathan Majors. Sorry. Yes, John-
2: yes, Jonathan Majors is great. Go I just watch finished up Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country.
0: Country. Yeah. I just finished it. I'm woo.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, set between Thor: Love and Thunder and Guardians Three, that is coming out at the end of 2022. It is going to be live action rather than animated, and I just, you know, I mean, James Gunn somewhat problematic as an individual but super just highly creative super hilarious just give him a blank check to do anything he wants because i am, am a huge fan of all of the james gun i'm just
1: shows. i'm just so glad that like like they, that he's willing to do it because i know exactly. that there are a lot of directors that would just be like or they'd want to do it for the cash grab of course the money's probably like a big thing i'm sure oh yeah but he, but he loves these characters because the characters in the MCU the guardians while they are based off of the marvel comics characters they are basically like james gunn loved children right because like he like he created who they are in the media and he just he just loves these characters and you can tell by the way he writes them yeah i'm very excited and he actually i told ronus the other day or yesterday he posted because he's very active on twitter he posted on his twitter that he actually finished writing the script for it so the script is done and i'm very i'm just very i'm ecstatic
2: (laughs) good word good word good synonym brennan uh and this will be followed swiftly by guardians 3 in 2023 um which you know Guard- the first two guardians of the galaxy I feel like the second one improved upon the first one somehow uh, and I am you know I'm I, 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 as I said just take all my money James Gunn because you are just so shut up and take my money un- ungodly talented um but yeah yeah anyway uh, now we'll move on to projects without release dates we don't know when these are coming out uh, first of all um, we're gonna talk about some of the Disney plus. Series we have iron heart about uh, the character, the relatively new Marvel Comics character Riri Williams, um, who makes her own Iron Man. Uh, yeah, Brennan,
1: I because of what they did with Vision. Uh, spoiler alert for what Vision, obviously, but I believe because since there is a Vision out there in the world, right? There is White Vision that is now realizing that he's Vision and he's probably on his own philosophical journey. I really hope that this vision has has children, because in the comics, because Ruby Williams has been around for not that long, maybe seven years, max, maybe? Um, she Less
2: debuted, uh,
1: hold on. No, maybe like five years, right? Like 2015,
2: 2016? She, yep, she debuted in 2016, five years.
1: Yeah, so only, like, she's been in the comics for five years, so she's relatively new. And she, in the comics, actually, her girlfriend is Vision's daughter, Viv. Viv is, she has, we don't especially know her uh, sexual orientation, but I believe I told this to you, Nell, and your brother at one point, that, like, she just does not, she's like, I don't like boys. That's it. So we don't know anything about her sexual orientation, but except it's pretty much confirmed because she just kisses Riri at one point and they end up becoming a couple. So I'm just very, if they do include that, it would be nice inclusion. They may not, not everything in the comics can be perfectly adapted in a movie. I understand that, but there's just so much that you can do that. I'm like, I wonder what they do with.
0: I feel like with things like that, like the sexuality of a character, they would not dare leave it out because the backlash that they'd get for being like, oh, you know, she's supposed to be gay, but you left that part out would be so bad that they wouldn't
1: dare. Well, they did something like that with with Valkyrie. For some reason, Taika Waititi cut out the scene where a woman's walking out of her bedroom. Hmm. And then I'm like, I don't understand why they like took it out and I don't know. I hope that, and it seems like that they're going to explore upon that a lot more. Because also, I forgot to add this for Love and Thunder. I believe there's a trans there's a trans character in Love and Thunder, right? I did not hear anything okay. about that. So I has that been? I remember that that's one of the first things I've heard, like a year ago, maybe. Let me see. Hold on, trans. You can continue. Trans.
2: Characters. Okay. Cool. Um. Yeah. I, I. 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 just think you know, Ironheart is. Uh, it stars Domin, uh, Dominique Thorne. Um, who I recently saw in Judas and the Black Messiah. Uh, and she was in If Beale Street Could Talk as well. Uh, so, you know, um, yeah, just another step in the right direction for, for uh, representation in the Marvel Universe. Uh, Brennan, you, uh, before we move on, did you find anything out about?
1: I saw that people think that, um, that there will be a character, Sarah, uh-huh. Who is in Love and Thunder? Who, uh, who's who's trans. Um, she's um she's trans. Uh, something to do with like uh, like Asgard. Interesting. And Kevin Feige, like a year ago, also teased that there may be the first transgender role in Eternals. So right. again, it's very it's highly likely that the first trans character in the MCU will be coming within the next two, three years. So.
2: Yeah. Very cool. Uh, the next Disney plus show with no release date is called Armor Wars. It stars Don Cheadle as of course, uh, Colonel Rhodes. And um, it's what happens when Tony Stark's tech falls into the wrong hands. Very simple premise. Uh, and, so you uh, mean the
1: first two Iron Man movies?
2: Of course. Yeah. Like that's um,
0: never happened before. What?
2: It, it, it's, <laughs> exactly. it's
1: even the Spider-Man movies, <sighs> right? Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, you know, uh, I I I have faith uh, in them to uh, put a new spin on it, uh, and I think Don I Cheadle, have faith in Don
1: Cheadle too. Right. It's, I it's, love it's, Don it's
2: about time Don Cheadle got his own uh, got his own project.
0: I had also, there, but I also sorry, this is a different subject. But I saw that the they're doing I am Groot, and I saw this video yesterday on right. t- of um. They're developing a Groot animatronic. And so it's just this little animatronic walking around like Disney Studios. And he was falling over, but he's like trying his best. It was really cute. So that got me excited too. Yeah,
2: yeah. I think that's a um, it's it's gonna be like a like a few minutes um like a a, a few minute episode um little Disney Plus uh uh show. So yeah. Yeah. Um I totally forgot to add that, uh, add that in on here. Um, th- so thank you for bringing it up. Uh, next project is, was just confirmed yesterday, actually. Captain America 4, the fourth Captain America, uh, is uh, starring, of course, Anthony Mackie as the new Captain America. Uh, and I assume, I, like, I, I'm just going to assume Bucky's going to make an appearance here, uh, just, just just based on... Um, how successful their partnership was in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Apparently, though, this project is separate from Chris Evans' rumored return of Steve Rogers. So, um, yeah, so I am uh, interested in uh, in seeing how that is going to work out. And
1: my thing with the Chris Evans returning, if that does happen, I hope that it's like a miniseries something, something, because last we saw... He went back in time to the forties and lived out his life with Peggy. If they do, if he does return, my hope is that it's like a mini series of his time leading up to Endgame. What he did from the forties on, because obviously there are a bunch of memes about it. Like there was a meme of like Peggy coming home one day in like the nineties. And then she's like, "Steve, why did you invest like two hundred fifty thousand dollars in this thing called Microsoft? This isn't going to go anywhere." And then, <laughs> and then Steve's just like, "I don't know."
2: <laughs>
1: like, like obviously there are like memes about it, but I think if Chris Evans does return again, love Chris Evans, I hope that they don't add anything future-wise to the character.
2: You know, because what I'm I thinking, feel like the, that would... What I'm thinking is that it might be in Doctor Strange 2 and it might be a um, an, uh, an evil version of him from another universe.
1: Ooh. That's, I hope that it's just, yes. Like, that would be fine with me. I right. think the thing I'm most not excited for is if they focus so much on Captain America coming back. Right, yeah. I don't think that yeah. would go over very well. That's why I'm not too, too excited about Ironheart and Armor Wars Because, I mean, I'm excited for Ruby and I'm excited for uh, Don Cheadle coming back, but I'm like, Tony Stark's story is being carried on in a way that I'm not the biggest fan of. Because the last, because uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's character, Mysterio, in uh, Far From Home could also be categorized as a. Uh, Iron Man villain because he just has a grudge against Tony Stark and he takes it on Peter. And so I feel like that Tony's legacy is being maybe muddled by this. That's just a concern that I have. That they're just going to abolish it and try to focus too much on Tony's legacy. Because I feel like that they ended it very well in Endgame.
2: Yeah, so, I think... I, I I just think with the characters on the like on the scale of Tony and Steve I think we're going to be feeling their effects in the MCU for a long time Mm. um just just because of the scale that their characters contributed to um to the MCU and especially you know at the beginning right
1: I agree with that I genuinely do I just don't want it to be a major plot because it I get that it will loom over uh, Peter especially. The way they've set up his character, Tony's death is going to lean over Peter for a long time. And people will bring it up. will bring it up because that's what they did in Far From Home.
2: See, and they'll I think...
1: do it for other characters. I just don't want it to be so prevalent that all the other storylines are like bogged down. I think that's one of the things of that Tony's Falcon
2: Def- and Winter Soldier did really well. Is that Steve wasn't really a looming presence like Tony was in Far From Home. So I that's, think they're kind of yes. I, I think they're kind of waning off of the influence of these legacy
1: characters a bit. Yeah, like Steve was still there. We knew the whole legacy of Steve was there. But it wasn't like, oh God, I'll never be as good as Steve. I'll never exactly. Like it was him trying to become his new person. And it I think that's what Falcon and the Winter Soldier did exceptionally well on. Mm-hmm.
2: Right uh, now, as we mentioned before, John Watts, who did uh, the MCU Spider Man movies, is doing um, the fan- is bringing the Fantastic Four into the MCU. Eventually, I'm guessing maybe 2023 or 24, uh, we're going to get this. Uh, yeah, so that's 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 all we know. Uh, I I have not seen any of the other Fantastic Four movies that have been produced. Um, I really have no interest in them. I'm just going to you know keep an open mind before they come into the MCU.
1: The the ones with Chris Evans are the first one is a guilty pleasure of mine. Yeah, it's silly. It's it's not that good a movie, but I just I find it so entertaining because I love uh, I love Michael Chiklis, I love and Jessica Alba was really hit or miss in that movie. Chris Evans is always a pleasure, and I am I am griffo What is his name?
2: Um, I own Griffith yes thank you played uh, reed richards in the in the
1: he was like he was a killer reed richards so just ex- again this has a lot of potential
2: mm-hmm.
1: once yes. we learn more about it
2: i agree uh ryan kugler who of course did black panther and is doing black panther 2 is developing a series about wakanda for uh disney plus which i think would be very cool i think wakanda is one of the mcu's best untapped resources for content uh just if 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 not for their current and and uh if like not for their current history and the politics just for the history i feel like there's just so much that can be mined there um yeah yeah so i am intrigued by this as well uh mahershal ali is playing blade Uh, i see the other the original blade movies with wesley snipes uh but i know they're they're planning on bringing him into the mcu which is uh it was confirmed at comic con a few years ago and so i'm very excited for this as well uh and the mcu is doing its first r-rated movie with deadpool 3 uh with, (laughs) with 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 ryan reynolds uh i think kevin feige said that Deadpool three is going to be the only R rated project that they have planned right now, which means Blade's probably oh, Blade is probably going to be PG thirteen. I know the original, which one
1: I think would be, be ridiculous, but
2: I guess we'll say. Yeah. Um, and finally, we have uh, the X Men are going to be brought into the MCU somehow. Again, we know literally nothing about this project, but uh, yeah, I I watched so I saw the original three X Men movies. Um, haven't seen any of the uh, the newer ones, um, because they're not supposed to be great. I do want to watch Days of Future Past at some point.
1: That one's excellent, I agree. I like
2: that. Um, very much. but for now, yeah, I, 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 I think you know, the as I mentioned when I when we reviewed WandaVision, the I feel like them introducing Evan Peters as Quicksilver and then sort of and, and then changing him into Ralph Boner was just sort of the, like a them flipping off the Fox X-Men movies and saying that we're never going to incorporate your storylines, even though we're doing the multiverse. Um, So screw that. So I feel like it's going to be its own thing. uh, Not really connected to the Fox movies at all. However, they are bringing the um, the Sony X-Men movies into Canon with, with, with the multiverse here. So I guess, I guess we'll see how, um, I guess we'll see how that shakes out.
1: So, Overall, we can wrap this up, obviously, if this Mm -hmm. is your podcast. But overall, once we get into later years with Marvel, I am more skeptical of what they're going to do. I think once we hear more details, I will become less skeptical. But as excited as I am, I'm just waiting and seeing if they're going to cash out. And if they're just doing this representation for a rep- for representation's sake, or if they're genuinely doing it to become very comic accurate or very true, maybe not comic accurate, but true to the comics, I'm very nervous but excited because Wandavision. We didn't know not we didn't know what to expect really, and it delivered more than we thought. Falcon and the Winter Soldier gave exactly what we wanted and even more and the comic and again with comic book accuracy the Falcon Soul the Falcon the the Captain America suit for, uh, for Sam was so incredibly comic accurate I had to pause it and be like wait a second this is like almost exactly what he has in the comics which got me so happy and same with John Walker's US agent sold uh, US agent thing nearly identical if not to the comics so i'm just very they've proved me wrong before and i hope that they prove me wrong again Mm -hmm. that's really all i can say about marvel at this point
2: yeah um, well, uh, perfectly summed up, Brandon and Nell, and Nell and Brandon. I want to thank you guys so much for joining me. This is by far the longest episode of Extra Onions, uh, just because just because of the sheer amount of, um, of of content that we that that we had to cover today. Uh, Marvel is going to be very busy uh, throughout the next few years, maybe through throughout the next few decades. I feel like you know they're not showing any signs of uh, slowing down. But for now, guys, thank you again so much for joining me. And thank you. Uh, yeah, for extra onions. My name is Rowan Wood. Sebastian will be back next week. Uh, and I want to thank all of you out there for listening.